0: what do you want to do
1: tonight the same thing we do every night pinky try to take over the world welcome everybody to back in my day my name's david petrangelo and we are having yet another update on our pandemic isolation episodes uh we are recording this fairly uh pretty much back-to-back of our previous one of the games that we've been playing so um we're not going to have a ton of updates as far as what we've been playing but instead what we've been watching so a decent amount of movies and tv shows um as i mentioned i'm david petrangelo and again joined by michael r power and uh mike it's been a decent uh i guess month of having a chance to catch up and watch things i think the first thing that um us and our wives have all been watching, um, I think within the last week or two, it's come up on Disney plus is onward. The latest Pixar release that we didn't get a chance to go see in the theater for multiple reasons now, but now available mm-hmm. to anyone that has Disney plus. And we are among the suckers that paid for the year of the uh, subscription. I think, I feel like you did too as well, right?
0: Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. But it, uh, I thought <laughs> It was a great investment. I think it is too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. watching a lot of really good documentaries and stuff, which, um, uh, it's great because like I love that sort of even all the Nat Geo stuff is great. But um, so Pixar, we we've had our list of our favorite Pixar movies in an episode back in the summer, I believe it was that we recorded that. And um, I think for the most part we're on we're mostly on the same page with a lot of them and, and everything. but um, you know, it's hard to go wrong with a new, well, I guess it's hard to go wrong with Pixar in general, but the new ones have been hit and miss, I think, um, over the last little while. The sequels always seem to be um, fun to go back to, but uh, I don't know. Pixar is great great all around. You know, we don't, we don't exactly have any bad feelings or anything. It's sort of like one of those go-to Disney classics
0: at yeah. this point. Go back. We, we love Pixar here on yeah. Back in My Day, and even bad Pixar, if you can call any Pixar bad, is still better than like... Ninety-nine percent of the rest of the animated movies out there. Yeah. not nine percent, but you know, ninety or eighty percent. So, um, yeah, we had a fun episode ranking them. And I think when I was ranking them, I said there's only like two, one or two actual Pixar movies that I would classify as like bad or not very good. The rest yeah, of them are I all think, like I think same excellent. Here. or very good. Mm-hmm,
1: exactly, and I think uh, I'm trying to remember. I'm going to pull up my list here as we talk about it, but I'm pretty sure that. Like Finding Nemo and Up, and um, the Toy Story movies are are close to the top for I think for for all of us when we when we mm-hmm. went on the lists, right? So
0: um, I can't definitely remember. those are like top tier if you're Yeah, the, what were your what
1: were your top three? Do you do you have them on hand? I don't remember
0: exactly. Yeah, I had um, The Incredibles, right? The original Toy Story and Monsters Inc. Right. Okay. Yeah, and I
1: had Monsters Inc. Finding Nemo and the third Toy, Story. third
0: Toy Story. Right. Yeah.
1: And then Inside Out was my my 4 which could be my 3 but I'm just going to try and keep my top 3 the same.
0: <laughs> yeah. And my, I think Toy,
1: Toy Story 3 is just like it's that ending I think that brings it home for
0: me. So, <laughs> right. I know <laughs> Toy Story 3 is a really really popular one but I for some reason I prefer when Pixar does originals. Mm-hmm. So most of the like movies that are sequels are lower on my list. I just prefer when they Get creative and do something like completely new because it's always very interesting.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, and there's so many of them too that it's it's uh, it's it's amazing all the ideas they they have. But um, mm-hmm. so what? What uh, Onward is original. Um, it was yeah. a, a movie that I mean, if anyone can afford to just put their movie on a uh, subscription service, it's it's Disney. So um, it's unfortunate that kids didn't get a chance to go to the theaters to watch it, I guess. But it's a really Overall, it's a very good family and kid movie, like pretty much every Pixar movie. But this one's very creative and original. Um, what were your overall thoughts on Onward?
0: Yeah, it's a shame we didn't see it in the theater, but um, I guess it's the one plus of the pandemic is there's a lot more things coming on uh, streaming services like earlier. So yeah, and I whether you have this. to pay for them or not, and rent them, like this is one of the ones that you
1: don't, and uh, it's nice that we have Disney Plus to, yeah. <laughs> to help us out. Awesome.
0: And I mentioned before the episode that we did week one that it was coming early so hopefully people waited and didn't pay for the rental because it went on rental like a week before yes um i was like when i heard about onward i was super excited because of number one you know we're nerds and this is like dungeons and dragons or or um like tolkien themed pixar which is something they really haven't done before um and also i really like the voice cast with tom holland and chris pratt and Julie Dreyfus. so those things had me excited the first trailer was kind of um I don't know it was it wasn't the greatest trailer but man I was surprised at how much I loved the movie when I saw it Um, so what did you uh
1: what did you expect sort of going in from what kind of movie it was and like how was it was it a surprise that made you like it so much or was it just in generally just sort of like the whole sort of scope of it and everything
0: I just didn't get what the first trailer was really going for, but then when I watched the movie and I, I understood what they were going for, which was this fantasy world where they have discovered technology, and technology ha- has actually become easier to use than magic, so then no one uses magic anymore, and so you have these like like Tolkien like creatures like elves and centaurs and dwarfs, but living in like a world similar to ours. I thought that is just a really really cool. Unique idea that I've never seen before, um, and that the way they like thought thought the world out was just awesome. You know, like like unicorns are like the raccoons of that world now, and the it's just yeah. So it was it was really really unique, like spin on that kind of story, which I thought was awesome. And then uh, then it also brought the Pixar like emotion and the, like the heart of the story, um, with the with the with the sons and not ever meeting their dad. And then, and it also had the Pixar like humor, which Chris Pratt brought a lot of. So um, yeah, i just a lot of, a lot of the things I like about Pixar all brought together in one movie. Um, yeah. I, I think that uh,
1: a similar, similar thing here is that um, I didn't really know. I mean, I kind of got it because they mentioned that they, Oh, dad has to come back for 24 hours. He there's a spell or something like, I think that was in the original trailer, but they didn't really explain the setting of the movie and to me that was the most creative and, and most fun part I think um, mm-hmm, like you definitely. mentioned where it's just like people it seems like I say people but you know the characters the trolls and and the and uh, all of that like everyone seems to get lazy because there's technology which is a fun little sort of take on basically
0: it uh, was say, so how we, how because, we live now <laughs> yeah it's like magic is like hard to do but like yeah, and they, they they did a good little scene. Maybe like turning on a light switch is like super easy. So it's like, it's I, the only like, thing.
1: I the only thing about that, like I like I like that idea. The only thing I just like they sort of dropped it after a while. It's like that was just like the first fifteen minutes or something of the movie, and then it's like they don't really they sort of they hint at it and stuff, right? But they don't really like explore it as deep as de- like I thought that that is what they were gonna go for more so in the movie. I like the idea, but I wish it was. I wish they had more of it in the movie. But maybe right. that's just me wanting to be cynical about the world and how people are lazy and <laughs> not that I'm not one of
0: them, but <laughs> still. Yeah, I mean I, I thought it was, I thought it was I thought it was sort of like introduction into like so all these movies like Tolkien or stories, like always were like whatever Tolkienish characters like elves and dwarves and stuff—they always seem to take place like way, way back in time, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, so it's fun to imagine. And like, sure, people have done this with like, oh, what if it? Well, they were around now, and that's been done in other movies and stuff. Um, but it's never been done in this way, where it's like, well, if if time kept going in that like Lord of the Rings world, then they would have discovered technology, and yeah. then and then technology, like, how would that incorporate? How would they incorporate the magic into the technology? And then it's like the idea that the technology is easier so the people become, like, lazy and the magic, like, dies out in the world. That's just, I don't know, that's really... I guess it's, it's been done, maybe been done before, but not in this exact way, which yeah, I thought was I really, really interesting. I personally
1: don't know of a way that they've done it. And 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 also, like, because it's coming from Disney and Pixar and stuff, they make it in a very family-friendly, fun way as well. Like mm-hmm. Like you mentioned, the unicorns are... <laughs> Basically, like the raccoons or rats or something, yeah. which is funny because not only is it unicorns and they're supposed to be fantastical and magical and stuff, but they're also huge too. So, yeah. <laughs> which was kind of funny. Um, and uh, and and I, I what I really enjoyed too, and maybe again, like you said, maybe because we're huge nerds and stuff, but it was a really fun and interesting way to sort of bring in the Dungeons and Dragons world and how. Um, oh my God, I just watched this a few days ago, but how Chris Pratt's character um is so into it and i really mm-hmm. liked what i really liked about the storyline and how it progressed is that like the sort of the brothers um sort of realized what each one's what each one brought to the table and how like oh my bro- older brother's you know he's he's lazy because he's the guy he's the guy who keeps wanting to be a kid and and he has mm-hmm. like this goofy van and I, also the 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 way that they had the van too, instead of having like the big tiger or big horse on the side of his, his crappy van, it was a big unicorn. I thought yeah. that was great too. It's sort of like the, the play on how, how that uh, is sort of like a seventies and eighties pun um, going back to that. But, uh, but I like, I like that. I like the sort of brother dynamic. I thought that was really well done. Um, and yeah, uh, it's a different, was
0: like fun. they've done the whole like Disney beaten to death the whole like dead parent kind of <laughs> trope so uh yeah that again but then it had this like twist of like the relationship all along is like about the brothers like that's the story all like, all along that's like the heart of the story exactly uh, yeah which Brother they don't really like, bring to it. you
1: until the final third of the movie which is kind of nice so you're kind of watching it going oh yeah
0: that is mm-hmm. really what
1: we've been watching for the last hour which i think was yeah.
0: great too yeah so um, that's what i'm looking for in a pixar movie right like a fun interesting world Mm-hmm. A nice like heartfelt story that's gonna make you cry at the end, and then, and then the jokes. You know they put the, the the, jokes for the adults and stuff. So yeah, and I thought it was funny. I thought there was a lot of good good laugh laugh moments. So it was it
1: was um, funny. Yeah, it was good. Um, I think uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think if like there was like one set moment that really like stood out. It, to me, this movie is like it's really good. I mean, I'll have to watch it again. Um, mm-hmm. to sort of see where I want to rank it and stuff but it's it's not like to me it's not like the top one by any means um, it's probably somewhere in the middle for me but it's definitely one that I would be more than happy to revisit and watch again for sure
0: yeah it's definitely yeah it's it's not a top five top tier but it's top tier for me maybe just outside of top five top ten um, just because it's, it's such a unique movie too and it's a breezy watch it didn't feel like super i don't know how, remember how long it is but it didn't feel super long it was just like i nice.
1: think it's a typical hour hour and a half hour 45 something like that like it's not it's not super long it didn't it definitely didn't feel long no it definitely mm-hmm. keeps moving for sure um, yeah so we we really liked really yeah, liked it. yeah i really liked it too i was surprised there was sort of like mixed feelings and reviews i think when it first came out um mm-hmm. here and there that that it was seen but uh It definitely didn't deter me from wanting to see the movie, but I was worried, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, But it it was definitely, I think maybe because of that, my expectations were sort of neutral, and it definitely exceeded those for sure. Yeah. Um,
0: Agreed. Agreed, yeah. Yeah, Some of the reviews I saw early were like, yeah, I wasn't saying that the movie was kind of like more DreamWorks like than Pixar, but I don't know. I didn't. Find, I found it had the perfect. It was. It felt like a good Pixar movie to me. Not That it DreamWorks stuff magic. is
1: bad or anything, but yeah, I, I think it still felt like one of their one of their yeah. movies. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that's I definitely recommended. If anyone doesn't even have Disney Plus and wants to sign up for like a month or something, like I, I don't, know, I w- I would recommend if you need a new Pixar movie. Not that kids don't have a lot to choose from, but it's definitely worth. Um, it's it I um, to me if you don't want to sign up for Disney Plus and you want to rent the movie I think it's definitely even worth that like it's it's yeah, definitely a good especially time kids,
0: especially if yeah. kids
1: have kids 100%. Um all right so uh, we mentioned in our previous episode that we had uh, some of these uh, sort of retro polls going out there these sort of pick 3s that have been going around online for the last couple of weeks so if anyone hasn't seen them or is sort of out of the loop as to, as to what I mean by that um, There'll be a choice of nine games, TV shows, movies, characters, and you're basically, I was going to say you're forced to, but it's just for fun. So not really. <laughs> um, you're sort of, uh, you're sort of uh, forced to choose. Asked,
0: I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You just, you, you choose three of them and then you hypothetically, the other six never existed, you know? So basically you pick your favorite three out of these nine choices. They're very tough choices, for example. Um, the one that uh, we got a decent amount of response on. So, uh, Mike, you're the one who created this. Uh, we have a choice of nine '90s cartoons. Uh, I, yes, I mean, I guess some and, of them uh, led into the '80s as well. But um, but I
0: want to say it was inspired by our '90s cartoon episode that we recorded. So if you haven't listened to that one, right? So that we went is... back and we ranked our favorite um, cartoons from the '90s. So I saw these pick threes kind of trending, and I thought oh, it'd be fun to kind of tie back to our old episodes, So yeah, That's exactly. where I got the
1: inspiration. Yeah, and it's another one similar when we were mentioning our, uh, our Pixar movie rankings, uh, personal rankings and favorites as well. This one was one of the somewhat earlier episodes when I looked back to see what number it was and stuff. Um, it went far back and it was one of the first ones that we had our, our big group together, I think, back in the summer. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm just trying to find the exact number now so people can find exactly which one it is. And I have lost track of it. So that's really great. There it is. Episode 35 which was from early in September of last year when when we brought that out. So we had 54 minutes and 10 seconds of talking about our favorite (laughs) 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 cartoons from the 80s and 90s. Yeah, exactly. I think we had four or five of us on that. So lots of choice.
0: Yeah, one show that uh, I kind of forgot about, but I realized like I I loved enough that like I had all, all like the, all the toys and everything as well it was gargoyles. I I don't oh, remember a yeah. thing about the show. I don't remember anything. Well, you about You must it. have
1: been obsessed with it because you had all the toys. Yeah, I had all the toys. <laughs> and I remember it was dark and doing. gritty for a kids show, which yeah, was kind of fun. Yeah, you felt, had, you felt like it was an adult. Yeah, yeah I, thing. I remember
0: <laughs> there was the red one with the long nose that looked like a duck almost, and then there was like <laughs> there was like the main buff one who looked like a vampire. Who was like? Yeah, he was basically yeah, he was like, like the, the main vampire, character. Yeah. And then there was like a little tiny one, and that was the first toy I got. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> like little little tiny yeah one I'm looking at like some the, of the shots, the now. webbed wings and like the gross eyes, and buggy little little guy. Yeah, these are yeah. That show was big though. It was yeah, yeah, it was
1: huge. But I don't remember a thing. About but it was it.
0: like smart too, because like you look at all the gargoyles on the churches and stuff, and it's like oh, they come to life. So when you're a kid. It really captures imagination when you're in the car and stuff and you're kind you of looking at that. Yeah, you, know, you see them with gargoyles or yeah, uh, it's a pretty, they are. pretty huh? cool. Yeah, Well, idea. well and oh, it says here if that it that was a gargoyle. Yeah, like what, what, yeah, what would that, that turn yeah, into? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. well cuz
1: they all look I mean they're they're very stylized. They yeah. look cool. Okay, so these are the choices it's it's these are a lot of the shows that we mentioned some of them we didn't in our in our episode but um in our rankings or in our in the uh pick 3s here we have Hey Arnold X-Men Rugrats Batman the Animated Series Animaniacs Sailor Moon Arthur Dragon Ball Z and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. All of these cartoons many of them Saturday morning cartoons I would say mm-hmm. Um, but ones that we all pretty much grew up on. We had a decent response on social media as well. And they actually continue to roll in like a good week or two after you put this post up, which is cool. Um, let's, uh, Mike, what were your choices? Let's start with what we uh, felt were yeah. our favorites.
0: Mine were a bit, I put Arthur in there for you, Dave. by the way. I hope yeah. you, hope you uh, realize that. But I, uh, I went with my three favorites, the ones that I watched over and over when I was a kid, which are X-Men. Ninja Turtles and Batman, the three comic book cartoons and, of the bunch, um, the one that was hard to leave off definitely was Dragon Ball Z. going to say, and yeah, also,
1: for sure, I thought it would be yours.
0: Yeah, it was tough. I've also watched a lot of Rugrats and Hey Arnold's growing up. Actually, yeah. all these shows, but those. I know that's the thing,
1: right? You've kind of watched all of these. <laughs> we yeah, all have. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it was tough.
0: And the hardest part is you have to be like pick three and imagine the other three, the other six didn't exist, right? So that's yeah. concerned. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah,
1: so. yeah, for me too, Hey Arnold was one of the ones that I was like, oh, I, I feel like i got to put that on. Um, but I didn't. My choices were Batman, which is always going to be, unless something comes along and I realize, oh, wait, this is actually my That's just always going to be my favorite. So, uh, yeah. Batman Animaniacs was my next one. Um, and I think some of that is that I feel like I can still watch it now. That and Batman are the two that I feel like I can go back and just find them the writing and stuff especially in anime and they actually be like so great and then the other one i chose arthur because i needed to back up my choice from our episode <laughs> i think as part of it
0: um, well it's I, also like a good variety you know you have like the action show the comedy show and then like the, and then the, the, the horror, kids the
1: kids, show. Yeah. The kids uh, feel good show yeah um <laughs> it was so hard not to put ninja turtles on there oh my god i know that, that was like, like <laughs> number one yeah, and even X-Men too. Like I mean, like you said, it's just like to, to pretend that these other six didn't exist is almost impossible. So um if we if I tallied up the votes, uh any wild guesses, Mike, as to what the quote unquote number one was from this tally?
0: I would I like man, it's hard. They're all really popular shows. I would guess that if it was like little like like guy or boys answering, it would be like ninja turtles, but I think the one that appeals to everyone the most would be something like Rugrats or Animaniacs?
1: So the I, I thought immediately that it would be Ninja Turtles for sure
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: and it's very close to being number one, it's number two and number one is actually Animaniacs We
0: have Play
1: And I was actually oh, nice. surprised about that. I thought that it would be there, but I didn't realize. I mean, I, I one of those votes is mine. Um, but, you know, still, I feel like, I don't know, something about that surprised me. I don't know. Not that it's not a good show, because I love it. But, like, mm-hmm. I didn't realize as many people connected to it. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know, maybe yeah, cause that's it, true. So that that actually ended up being at the top of the list, and another surprise for me, and maybe it's just because it wasn't um, sort of the highest for me necessarily, and I didn't watch it as much as as the others, was uh, right behind Ninja Turtles was Rugrats. So we had Animaniacs, Ninja Turtles, and Rugrats as the sort of top three as far as these tallies go, which is really cool.
0: Rugrats Um, was huge. It was this like massive show that everyone watched. So I I mean.
1: There was a movie or a couple movies, I yeah, think. Yeah,
0: couple uh, movies.
1: So, um, yeah, I mean, it was probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest, Nickelodeon show um, as we were growing up, right? It was, it was huge. It went on for so long, too. Um, so, yeah. So th- those were the three. And, and again, you even mentioned too, like with with my with my three choices as being Variety, Animaniacs, Ninja Turtles, and Rugrats is a variety as well. Yeah, which is that's
0: a, a good variety. That's
1: um, good. so that's a pretty good range. And. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's it's tough to uh, to leave anything off here, but there's definitely more choices out there. Like we had a couple people write to us over over Instagram and Twitter and stuff. Like oh, we're, what about gargoyles? Was one of them that could be on there. Yes. So it's even hard to narrow down to nine choices. <laughs>
0: it was hard because I went back and sort of listened to a bit of our episode, and it was really hard to to pick only nine because we all picked I think four or five, right? So yeah, I think so. Yeah, I I think we went five because it was too difficult to narrow down. More yeah. Than that. <laughs> so that it had to narrow down to nine. So yeah, it's tough. But I tried to put a good variety. Of, not all like, you know, action shows or whatever. So or not right, all comedy. Exactly. I try to have a good mix.
1: Yeah. So we can even, uh, you know, we'll, we'll make more. We made one with games and stuff as well. And I think I didn't finish the tally on that. But when I did put them together, I think Halo was right up there, and um, and uh, Mario sixty four were, were pretty high up there as well. Right. Which,
0: and of course, because good. we're back in my day, everything's got like a retro sort of uh cate- retro categories kind of retro
1: exactly cast. we're all living in the past mike uh-huh. that's basically what we're saying so <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um the uh yeah so we're gonna put out more of those as well we're gonna make some tallies and, and we'll bring them up on, on future episodes and stuff as well but uh i thought that was a fun way to do it. and you're right sort of tying it back to our episodes if anyone wants to hear about what our favorites were we did mention them and stuff but a lot of these were in there um, we have a decent amount of choice back it's episode 35 so it's a little ways back you got to scroll down our list a little bit but I think you can find a lot to go through there we have uh, Ghostbusters is one that wasn't on our list for this social media choice The Simpsons weren't as well but like it, it's hard to ignore any of these um, and I remember Jordan was mentioning Ed Ed and Eddie which is another I believe I want to say Nickelodeon but it could be in Cartoon Network like all of these shows that it's impossible to to forget right so mm-hmm. um, so we'll, we'll put a few more of those up you can find those on our social media pages as well um, anything else that we've been watching or even playing Mike because last time you mentioned that there was a uh, couple board games that you've sort of given for a spin is there anything new on, on that list?
0: Oh yeah that's right so last time I did recommend um, since people are stuck inside now a board game to play if they wanted to break the cycle of just you know watching Netflix and playing video games all the time Maybe not um, have a screen in front of us, yeah. Yeah, not have a screen in front of us. That's why I'm trying to get a few board games in the rotation. But it is hard. But um, oh, yeah. ironically, a board game that's really good for two players... I'm going to try mostly two-player board games. If you're lucky enough to have like more people in your house, then you know, you've got endless choice. But um, if you're like us, and you're like two people, a really good board game, ironically, is actually the Pandemic game. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so why, like, we're know. already
1: living through it did you have to not? Know. Just
0: <laughs> but the thing about the game is it's about it's not like the video game where where the, the goal of the game is to like create a pandemic and kill the world the goal of the board game is to actually to cure the pandemic so right. um it's it's kind of fitting and yeah it's a bit ironic but it actually is a really really good two-player board game And the wife, Power, and I busted it out last night, and we forgot about how good it is. So we might even think about buying some of the expansions to help us get through. And there's tons of expansions for it. There's tons of different versions of it. Oh, nice. Um, So it's called Pandemic, and it's a cooperative game where you and and two or more, I think up to five players, like, take on different roles and try to stop... The the game board's like a map of the world, and you try to stop the disease from spreading all before it gets all over the world or before so many outbreaks happen. So it's really, really interesting... um, mechanics how the game works unlike really any other game and it's really also easy to to learn and pick up and it's also challenging but it's it's challenging enough that you feel good about when you win but it's also got the you can change the difficulty based on how many like pandemic cards for example you shuffle into the deck Oh, so it, it's okay, got a lot of replayability cool. yeah
1: oh, well, Interesting. so you, so you can sort yourself. of start you can start slow, see how it goes maybe you tackle mm-hmm. it too quickly and then you you know, a couple nights later or the following weekend you, you do it again, you up the
0: difficulty yeah, you keep challenging yourself upping the difficulty uh-huh. interesting. Um, sometimes the game kind of, you kind of get screwed and the game kind of like, you get a bad just like anything, you get a bad uh, deck and there's nothing you can do, you can't win and it's even actually harder with two people mm-hmm. um, just because you have less characters to try to like controlled disease that's like spreading um so it can be challenging but it's it's a fun game and the, the fact that it's a cooperative game actually is is better well, not better but it's good when you're only two because then like no one's losing you know and you're winning together so right, you don't right. get that like you know whenever you're with two people and you play board game and it's competitive um when you leave someone's always had lost right so you, don't always... get, none that, <laughs> yeah, right. you get none of that like negative uh emotion, and both can leave feeling good. So it's fun. It's fun to play a game Is Is game playing like a co game
1: uh, like the joke that goes on about, uh, about going to Ikea as a couple? That's the best way to yeah, test the exactly. marriage or your relationship? Is that how it works? <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that's how it's going to end up being. But, uh, but it sounds like with the difficulty thing, it gives you, like you said, the replayability and stuff. So um, Okay, so this is, sorry, you, you said it was well, let's go through exactly in case anyone missed it. It's called Pandemic. It's
0: called Pandemic uh, in the board game it's called yeah, pandemic not yeah. not the real not real life yeah so it's just called pandemic um <laughs> there's the basic game there's like and it's, it's a really popular game so there's tons of different versions of it but we're just playing the original i know there's like you know like the cthulhu version and there's like an old timey version so you can get whatever version you want um if you want to do be in it for the long haul there's the pandemic legacy version which we right. talked about which is the version of the game where um once you play it like so many times, it's, you can't play it anymore because you, you change up the board as you play and you rip right, cards. You tear up and, the
1: cards, right? Yeah, right, right.
0: And, it, and it's got like a more of a story through it. So once you complete the story, you can't play it again. But it is good for like eight or nine rounds, so it's still worth it. I haven't played that with two people, but I played that with four, and it was fun. Um, but yeah, if yeah that's replayability. Nice. Just get the pandemic um, regular version. And, you, and Like I said, tons of replayability and also. If you really like it then there's expansions that are a bit cheaper that like open up more to do in the game give you more roles change up the viruses and the way they spread and stuff like that so nice
1: all right so there you go that's the board game recommendation of the uh of this week so uh um... although it won't
0: help you take your mind off what's it might not help you take your mind off what's going <laughs> on in the world because it's a pandemic game but it well, could be maybe, bit... maybe
1: look for the themed ones and then yeah. uh and then maybe that'll be a little bit better, too, depending on what you have. But you could get some
0: uh, catharsis from it if, you know, you play the game and you end up uh, destroying the viruses in the game and winning. You could, you know, get the viruses back a little bit. I don't know.
1: Boom. There we go. There's some stuff therapeutic, nice. you know. <laughs> it's therapeutic <laughs> as well, yeah. <laughs> it's therapeutic, cathartic, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, that's great. Um, we'll keep everybody posted in the next little while. Uh, look over on our social media pages uh, as well for more of these sort of pick threes. And we're going to sort of put our again, like I mentioned in our other episode, we're going to sort of play some more games on Twitch. I haven't mentioned it yet because we've just sort of been tied up in other things. But I'm going to try and play some old Xbox games um, on Twitch that's as right. well. Yeah. I'm looking for I'm I'm looking for a cable where I can uh, right now order it in and uh, attach my old Xbox to the computer so I can play through some old Xbox games. One of them is one of the ones that Mike we said that we uh were hoping would be a series that comes back. I have NHL Hits on this Xbox and I'm hoping to play through like a playoff or a season or something. Unfortunately, we have to be in the same place to play it together, but I'll try to like Yeah, because there's, I don't know, unless I could find a way to make (laughs) us play this online, I don't think there's a way to do it. it Um, But what I'll try and do is I'll try and like, you know, I'll try and make like a little season and I'll sort of uh, broadcast that and stuff as well and um, try and get people involved through social media maybe and stuff and we'll try and make that a big thing. So um, I have have Ninja Gaiden on here, I have SSX, which I'm just dying to play one of the SSX games again. So look for that over the next couple of uh, weeks and stuff as well. As far as things are going, it doesn't look like our our home stays are going to change all that much over the next few weeks. So I'll have lots of time to play old Xbox games as well. So look out for that. Um, And Mike, because of all that, where can uh, the Twitch, first of all, you can find us back in my day games is what it is. No spaces, no periods, no underscores, any of that stuff. So back in my day games is what you'll find us on Twitch. And Mike, social media, where does everybody find us?
0: Yeah, if you wanna find us on social media, we're trying to keep things a bit light, maybe post some jokes and like pick threes like mentioned earlier in the podcast. Exactly. Uh, during this whole pandemic, it's a uh, day back in on Instagram and Twitter. So Day Back In. And the podcast is called Back in My Day. Find it on your podcast app of choice. All right.
1: Excellent, Mike. Um, so thanks for joining us, everybody. And uh, you know, I think uh through all this sort of um unfortunate situation everybody's in hopefully everyone's staying safe and healthy washing their hands and saying thank you to all the healthcare workers out there that's a very important note that i didn't mention last time um yeah i think we probably should have just done it off the top because i think through all of this we're talking about things where we're privileged to be enough to be able to watch and play games and be able to talk to each other the way that we are but Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people that are out there are not able to do that and yeah
0: I would say stay safe, stay inside, wash your hands. If you can't, if you have to be out there because you're an essential worker, your healthcare worker, your grocery store, then we thank you very, very much. Um, and yeah.
1: Yeah, we're only able to do this because of you. And I think that's what mm-hmm. all of this uh, really, uh, really means in the end. And uh, on that note, um, I will say thank you again. And we will talk to everybody next time.
0: and the brain 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 brain, brain, brain. Ah.